Coming up on today's episode of Unwind with Achiever. I was like, well, maybe this is something I can really work on. And at the same time, I didn't really want to do something so fast fashion in the industry at this time because of the situation that's happening worldwide. I was like, why would I be dropping a collection every month? I was just like, no, we, we need to go into a different direction. I need to start looking into sustainability. I need to think about long-term. I'm continuously switched on. So what I try and do is follow a regime of doing a nine to six, similarly to my husband. So when we're both home, we're done, we're finished. So we actually have this time together. What really is inspiring me right now is writing, if anything. So rather than reading, I'm, I'm writing. I'm trying to do the opposite, like just bring down my thoughts a lot, which I never used to have time for. Grab a coffee or put your walking shoes on. This is your chance to spend a moment investing in yourself. Join Anna Roberts sharing actionable steps for self-development, mindset, and performance hacks, and making sure you're working smarter, not harder. We have to say, I can do that. You're part of a community of women across the globe, striving for success in your personal and professional lives. Who runs the world? So get ready to unwind with Achiever. Hello and welcome to Unwind with Achiever. It is the show that helps you decompress and recharge so you can work smarter, not harder, at achieving your dream life. I'm your host, Anna Roberts, and today we're going to talk about building a business and placing some solid boundaries for a bit of work-life balance with none other than fashion pirate herself, Zainab. We'll discuss the biggest lesson learned in launching her latest collection, Reborn, and how she's prioritizing her health and actively placing boundaries on her time and work post-COVID as well as being pregnant with baby number two, and why writing and journaling are so important to her daily routine. Specifically, what I loved most about this episode and conversation with Zainab is that she shared her passion for her work, but also her focus for her family in such a raw and honest way. I really wasn't expecting it. You can see more of her life and her work on Instagram. I've got her handle in the show notes below. First, though, our membership community is growing by the day. And if you're not a part of it, you need to get on board. We're offering you the chance to take action in your life and begin to get clarity, confidence and move the needle for yourself and your dreams. We have hours of training videos, plug and play templates, affirmations and meditations, not to mention live calls and special deals with our accelerator program and live events. So if you're serious about investing in yourself and the life of your dreams, click the link in the show notes below. We can't wait to see you inside our membership area. Let me give you a little bit of a background about today's guest. Zainab graduated from Central St. Martin's Faculty of Fashion in Costume and Theatre Design and earned a master's degree in marketing and a second master's in international business management. She moved to Dubai in 2009 and started working for Dior, managing its marketing for the Middle East, Africa and Turkey. 
In 2014, she started Fashion Pirate. It was an online blog and a boutique to really develop something on her own, where she also started sharing blog articles about her fashion style and her travel, and then developed further into curating jewelry and accessories and further broadened into clothing, really curating items with the style that she calls street glam for the unisex. And this was all under the umbrella of the Fashion Pirate Shop. She then went on to launch a maternity line in parallel with her first pregnancy, which was a huge success. And then fast forward two years, she's now expecting her second baby and has just launched a super fresh, young, eco-positive, sustainable unisex fashion label. And she's been heavily focused on it for the last two years. It's called Reborn, which has taken us back to her roots, which we can't wait to see more of, obviously. Today, Zainab is a well-known fashion, lifestyle, travel blogger and influencer across the Middle East and Europe, as well as a successful entrepreneur. I started the conversation with Zainab, asking her to paint a picture of what those early days blogging at night and working full-time was like. I had the luxury of being able to travel to some beautiful places and have um, first-hand view in, in gorgeous exhibitions and launches. And those were the kind of things I was sharing on uh, Instagram, not knowing what a hashtag was, not knowing where it's going or who's seeing it. And um, eventually, it started to pick up, actually. And that was my beginning really of social media and I wasn't even showcasing my face I was very kind of more about travel and luxury items and 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 things like that and then eventually yeah it just started to grow and decisions had to be made and I started monetizing and I left Dior after an amazing amazing um career (laughs) but I decided to venture out and and try and do something myself and create a business and and I did and I ended up launching an e-commerce platform um, called Fashion Pirate hence my Fashion Pirate name who which I seem to not being I cannot get rid of it (laughs) people don't call me Zainab they call me Fashion Pirate I'm like oh my goodness (laughs) and that um that e-commerce platform is that still active was that kind of an early dabble into entrepreneurship it was active uh, until recently but um, I've closed it because I was basically getting involved with a a lot of uh, high-end premium luxury niche brands and partnering with them, some on the creative side of it and some of them just bringing them on board because I was very active traveling to um, a lot of countries like Turkey, which is my background, Egypt, uh, Lebanon, those kind of places, and discovering like really, really creative um, talents. So I was trying to bring them on board and then we'd be really involved do you remember the hype around Fashion Forward back in the day? Mm. Um, we, we had all the pop-ups happening there, uh, which was amazing. I mean, we had a, couple, a good couple of years run of Fashion Pirate. We got men's collections on board uh, and things like that. And then eventually, I got so busy with social media, that just got, that enhanced a lot. And um, I decided with, with what was going on in the world, just stop and then eventually I wanted to do my own line so I ended up launching a maternity collection when I got pregnant the first time wasn't really me to be fair but a really nice experience and uh, to know the ins and the outs and kind of like a stepping stone to where I am today and uh, once I stopped being pregnant I I stopped that collection so um, yeah so I, I went from that 
and then I continued again uh, with a lot of social media work. It really keeps you busy to be fair. And, and then now I just launched my line like three days ago. So the timing of this conversation is absolutely perfect. Wow. This is brilliant. So, so then let me allow you, you to introduce your, your newest creation then, uh, which I believe the, the full title is called Reborn Society. Yes, it, um, it's something very, very close to my heart because I've been working on it for a very long time. Uh, it really started off just before the COVID situation happened. Um, actually, not actually a little bit earlier, but um, when it really got concrete and I had the direction of it, really got inspired because I, I changed direction so many times. There were so many things I wanted to accomplish. There were so many things I wanted to do. The ideas were running loose three directions is to really narrow down how I wanted to create the brand was a quite a process by itself and um, and then with the, cu- the current situation we're living in I didn't want to do anything that was completely eccentric or or something that I wouldn't even be able to wear if that makes sense especially with my lifestyle and you know we, we're in Dubai we, we do attend a lot of events we still have that luxury for that but there was a period that everything got shut down and all I was seeking was just comfort clothing, like just pulling things off the shelf and just putting it on and looking human, <laughs> at least, and uh, trying to you know feel good about myself. And I really thought, you know what, this is something I want to work on. I am a very laid back character and I do switch and put on my husband's clothes here and there. I like to play around. I like comfort clothing, but I still want to look good. So. I was like, well, maybe this is something I can really work on. And at the same time, I didn't really want to do something so fast fashion in, in the industry at this time because of the situation that's happening worldwide. I was like, why would I be doing dropping a collection every month, fast fashion? I was just like, no, we, we need to go into a different direction. I need to start looking into sustainability. I need to think about long term. I need to think about, I just wanted to adapt um, everything to what is happening now. And uh, this is why we brought in a little bit of kids, a little bit of men's, and the collection is very gender fluid. We've got this crossover with unisex, and which is amazing because to see the response now of people, men, women, um, switching into buying men's pieces or men eyeing up the ladies' pieces is really, really uh, <laughs> quite something and refreshing because it's giving me an idea of, oh, wow, so we are really really expressing ourselves and um, not afraid to wear crazy colors. So I basically launched a tie-dye collection, like 100% organic cotton, sustainable wear for for ladies and men and kids. And uh, and just a very summer fresh craze going with the moment. And I mean, as you know, Dubai is boiling, but then inside is freezing. So <laughs> I really wanted to have this balance of being able to offer people hoodies that are light but enough to keep you warm indoors and not ridiculous to wear. Some of them um, would uh, definitely transition into into the winter period with a little bit of thicker cotton or whatsoever, but right now everything's a little bit more light, a little bit more loose. You can kind of still style it up and make it look cool at the same time. I mean, there's some t-shirts that are a little bit longer that can be worn as a t-shirt with a bit of styling. Um, or you can actually wear it as a dress on the beach, for example. I just want to have those options because that's my lifestyle. Sometimes I throw on a really large T-shirt, flip-flops, and I'm at the beach. And then, you know, a couple of minutes later, I put on 
the pants and the hoodie and I'm running into the mall to do some errands or whatever. So I really wanted that kind of like fast movement lifestyle rather, rather than fast movement fashion, but also looking decent. Yeah. <laughs> Not pajamas. <laughs> so that was the test. And um, I think we managed. I think from the response I'm getting and from girls that are styling the outfits already, I, I'm seeing posts and I'm getting tagged in, in outfits and girls wearing them. And I'm like, oh my God, she looks amazing. So I'm really happy about that. I mean, I was a little bit concerned about the crop tops because I was like, mm, I don't know how the region will react to that. But a lot of the girls are, are pulling up the shorts to make the high waist and a little bit of midriff showing. So it's it's much less revealing and it looks fantastic because it's it's flattering. It's You still see a bit of a curve, but at the same time, it's still covered. So I'm, I'm happy that that's the reaction I'm getting right now. Um, and let's see how it's going to evolve. So, yeah, that's keeping me on my feet. And <laughs> despite, obviously, the COVID-19 pandemic, um, you've obviously yeah. in the middle of your second pregnancy at the moment. I'd really love to hear from you kind of your own personal insights into what you've learned either about yourself or about your creative abilities across this journey embarking on something very ambitious but being able to execute it what's been some of the biggest learnings that you've taken from that well i mean i can definitely say there's been so many so many things that have occurred in the last it's been what is it two years now who knows i feel like i've learned a lot i feel like i've matured a lot i feel like my my priorities have dramatically drastically changed i've I don't know, I've become a little bit more um, conservative and less social, that's for sure, because I've had the first experience of my, my pregnancy with my son that kept me really, really on my toes. So I didn't really feel the first year of of the, the heaviness, um, but eventually, you know, you feel it, right? And, and I feel like I learned how to deal with... Um, being in my own space or being in a space with others i mean there's just so many different things that are happening all, all at once in my in my life um because i'm i'm a very active person and i do a bazillion things in one day so i don't know if i'm answering your question to be fair I think I'm just going on some random tangent. No, no, but. I think I think it makes it makes sense for you, and I really appreciate your point about being um, being a little bit more conservative and probably maybe being forced to have that time to think about what it is that you're doing because you you might not have had always the ability to do everything that you would normally do if your days are so busy. I, I feel like everyone had this. Okay, let's do a checklist. Let's get. Let's try this. Let's try that. At one point, I was online, like trying to check out fashion courses, what I could do at home or what health uh, I could look into, or which books should I read. Like, we all wanted to just be able to accomplish something within the space of our own home. But at the same time, I also spent a lot of time watching every single Netflix series, which was <laughs> which was really time-consuming. Um, and some days you just became really lazy and this, that, the other. And when things started to open up again, I just didn't feel very confident. And I felt quite insecure. I didn't really know how to interact with people anymore because... I've got this mask off my face and I don't know where to look and I don't know who to say hi to. I don't know if they've seen me. It was just really weird and awkward. Um, I think we've all kind of adjusted and I think some people have really taken advantage of the mask where they can just like hide away. Um, I mean, I definitely do that. I definitely put a cap on, sunglasses on, my mask, bad headache, and I'm running through the mall in my 
you know, in my sweats and hoping that no one's going to recognize me. But, you know, that's the, probably those days are the days that people see you. But, um, yeah, I mean, we've been through so much, right? I've been so, I remember at one point we bought a big pool and put it on the balcony just to have something to do with Luca, my son. And, and then we forgot to buy the hose. So we were like in and out with buckets and just making a mess in the house. It was just, you know, like the stories that we had are quite hilarious to look back at. But at the same yeah. time, there was a lot of very stressful moments waiting. I mean, I, I'm in the waiting game. I was meant to deliver in London and now I've just been told, no, you cannot <laughs> fly via this, via that and, and quarantine here and so many restrictions. So I'm actually not going to London. And for me, that was a really big deal because that was my three months with my family in London, summertime, deliver, deliver, recover, come back to work. But everything in my in my life has just been turned upside down. And I'm okay about it, but uh, it was just a bit of a shock. Okay, so I think with the COVID situation, we learned how to adapt really, really quickly without getting stressed out about it. And um, I think that's a big advantage. I, I don't have time to deal with getting upset and stressed about it. It's like, I just want to be hands-on and deal with things and just move on. And this is my situation right now. I'm like, okay, right not going to London, let's cancel all the things that I planned in advance, which I'm not the best planner, but I actually managed to, and rearrange according to the situation, because I think we're all used to that. So we've all managed to learn how to adapt quite quickly in the situations that we've all gone through. Um, but it is quite scary, because you don't know where you're going to get stuck at. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't, Especially when you have kids, you freak out a lot more. When it's yourself, you're like, okay, whatever. It's just me, myself, and I. But when there's others that you need to worry about, and, you know, being a first-time mom, like, everything freaks you out to an extent. So I think there's a lot that happened. And, um, yeah, I feel very much more mature. I do feel like a mother now. In the beginning, I was like, oh, come on, I'm not a mom. <laughs> this is just my little toy. <laughs> it was just really weird. I had this little human running after me. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So you said that you were really busy. I would love to know and hear a little bit more about your day-to-day -day routine. What are some things that you do um, that you kind of can't live without, uh, whether that's activities or people that you speak to, people that give you energy and really help you along on your journey? My current uh, last couple of months, I really, really got involved with a lot of exercise. But exercise, not just being by myself, like, I really connected with my, my reformer instructor, my gym trainer, um, more on a, like a lifestyle. So it became my positive addiction to having this um, activity happening within my daily schedule before doing anything else. So in the beginning, uh, I really, really got into it. And, and obviously when the weather was better, I had these walks, early morning walks. Um, I, I love that. Kind of environment um and i really really got involved to the point that i realized oh my god i'm doing this literally every day and i, I became addicted to it but mentally it really really helped me to just keep my endomorphins high all the time and give me the energy to uh, run from a couple of meetings let's say um come back to luca um, i mean i am very very involved with luca my son um i just don't know maybe i'm just at the stage of He's my first and I can't live without him. Like I have to come back at least twice a day if I have a meeting just to see him, um, play with him and then leave. Like, I don't know how, and I see that with my husband as well. Like we, if he's not there, I'm there. Like one of us have to be there. We, we just can't, 
<laughs> can't let go because we're, we're still in this very excited world <laughs> I mean he hasn't started nursery and we are trying to, to introduce that and everything but so we got really attached to him during the whole COVID thing which we're really lucky about so between all of those things from having maybe uh, starting my day extremely early to get as much in as possible but with my work, because it's really, really random and I work a lot via WhatsApp, by via emails, by phone calls, whatnot, so many different directions, I'm continuously switched on. So what I try and do is follow a regime of doing a nine to six, similarly to my husband. So when we're both home um, and we're done, we're finished, so we actually have this time together and we're not on the phone like I try and include my my friends' conversations, my my updates with whoever and whatever during my day. So at night I'm not on the phone, busy with others. Like I want to dedicate that for my husband. I know that sounds really cheesy, but whether it's we're sitting and watching Netflix or if we're chilling and having dinner, it's it's him and I, if that makes sense, rather than him and I and like five phone calls and me on what's Instagram like posting and all this. Palava. like it just becomes chaos and then I lose touch because I just can't focus I'm exhausted I can't have a conversation and be posting obviously unless I have um, commitments uh, with you know job timings and things like that but as I was saying like there is a lot happening to do it day to day is very difficult I mean technically I was meant to be on a shoot in Abu Dhabi today which had to be cancelled because of my pregnancy and uh, it was an outdoors shoot so just to avoid <laughs> you know, any issues and obviously my health comes first, I end up canceling that job. But that would have been a 7 a.m. shoot, early rise, whole day, and rushing back to Luca probably around five, six to catch him two hours before he sleeps kind of thing. Mm. So it is very spontaneous. Um, a lot of work now involves us creating the content rather than just being a model um, and really creating a level of content because Brands are meticulous about their work. I work with a lot of luxury brands. There are guidelines to follow. There are restrictions. There are stories. It's not just posting anything out of the blue. There is there is a history. There is a progression. And we need to use our brains. So there is a lot of planning in these kind of activities. Um, a lot of jobs I do or brands I work with are long-term. So there is this continuation. And sometimes I spend time creating and then uh, we'll arrange like a photo shoot day and get all the work in all the time. Like there has to be a system and a plan. I'm, I'm not the type of girl that goes downstairs and takes a thousand pictures and then, no, there needs to be a system. <laughs> I don't have time for that. Maybe in the beginning it was really fun, but now we, you know, we've, got, we've got work cut out for us, and, um, which is amazing. But at the same time, I think planning is really important. Otherwise you lose track of which deadlines, which brands go with which, what's happening. You, you need to separate at the same time it needs to merge on Instagram. So you do have that as much as it might not look like that on Instagram. You still have that thought process happening nonstop. And obviously you have the timings and everything happening behind. So yeah, it, that by itself is a full-time job. But now that I launched this brand of mine, that's also keep, keeping me super occupied because I de definitely want to invest so much of my time while I can. Um, working on that to really elevate the standard to what I see as the level. So, yeah, I mean, there's just so much going on, let's put it this way, um, in a day-to-day -day of 
of a person like me. And if I had more hours, I probably would do more. <laughs> I just don't think I can sit still. I think I talk too much. Yeah. So no, this is what happens when you don't go out every day. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So I'm, I'm really interested then. You've got a lot coming up in the second half of 2021. You've just launched a brand. You're due to give birth um, at some point before the end of the year. You've got uh, your firstborn who will be uh, perhaps studying nursery at some point and maybe a bit of a, a vacation or a holiday or a baby moon maybe squeezed in there. What, um, what are you really hoping to concentrate on then in the next six months? Uh, well, I... I, <laughs> I think the pregnancy is actually happening first. So I'm actually delivering within the next six weeks at some point. So there is no baby moon, unfortunately, with the circumstances that we're undergoing. Um, so I'm just going to enjoy my first baby moon, relive that, those memories. And this time it's a little bit more different. Because of the launch of the brand, I'm heavily, heavily focused on that right now. And, you know, being going through the first experience anyway, has made me feel a lot more comfortable, less anxious and overwhelmed or excited even, because I know what to expect to an extent. So it's more of me organizing myself in a better way to uh, you know, come head to head with the situation and have it under control. And uh, luckily, if anything, it's the summer period. So, which do it doesn't mean it's low season because I have to say, I have to admit that I'm still active, mm. but it gives me a little bit of time to address everything, regroup, and then we kick off again September, October with Q3, Q4, let's say, the season of work. Um, in that time, obviously, so much will be going on. So I'm trying to have a breather, but at the same time, I'm trying to get everything going. So in terms of uh, the next six months, I don't know. I'll have a newborn that I'll need to adjust to within the first half of those six months. And then I'll definitely be diving straight into work, probably simultaneously because I'm in Dubai. Like London was great because I had that escape to be, uh, you know, out of office kind of thing, but I'm not, I'm here, I'm present. Um, and I'm happy with that. I think it's interesting. I've never really spent summer in Dubai. So apart from, you know, the COVID situation, other than that, we used to be out and about and, we did manage to escape to London a, li a little bit last year. So I'm, I'm okay. Like, I'm in a good place. I'm excited about what's happening. There's so much going on anyway. So I don't have a moment to just be bored. So I'm good. I am good. <laughs> Fantastic. Can I ask you to leave our listeners with uh, one recommended um, book uh, that's really impacted your life positively or... Uh, a movie, a TED talk, um, a podcast, even something that you would recommend to a friend in need of um, something a little uplifting or motivational? Um, wow, that is a lot. Um, there is a podcast, but I remember the name right now. Mm -hmm. uh, ooh, pregnancy brain, this is what happens. You just go blank at so much. I have been diving into more fantasy books, to be fair. Ooh. Okay. And really uh, mentally satisfying, just kind of like switching off. Um, I do recommend a really good series though called Startup. <laughs> yeah. It just finished last night. It's really inspiring and fun. Um, that really kept me on my toes. But um, I'm trying to think of books in the past that I used to love so much, which I really, really want to get back into reading. 
I think what really is inspiring me right now is writing, if anything. So rather than reading, I'm, I'm writing. I'm trying to do the opposite, like just bring down my thoughts a lot, which I never used to have time for. So I don't know if that helps. I just feel like getting it out helps so much with being able to just like release emotions and have an idea of how you feel, whether it's whether it's stressful or happy mode, obviously you write more about the stress, but it's out there. It just it's my release form. So if I had to tell you guys what do I do to make myself feel better, I probably would say write and go for those walks. If anything, that helps me with you know, general it's so so interesting i don't know if you work with a coach or anyone to support you but it's so interesting some of the points that you've referenced around um journaling mindfulness uh non-negotiables boundary setting a lot of the way that you've set up your life whether it's been consciously or unconsciously has actually um uh been put into a lot of the coaching frameworks that we use with clients and with our members as well so i don't know whether you've worked with someone to do that um but you're kind of ticking a lot of (laughs) the coaching boxes at the moment yeah i mean you caught me on a good day that's to be fair (laughs) we all have like good and bad days as well and I think it's just, I, I found that um, that routine to really help me, whereas I used to be the person that hates routine. I love spontaneous adventures and everything. And uh, in the start of my career, I used to be on a plane every single week. And even in the start of my marriage, I was constantly flying everywhere. And I really enjoyed that. So when I got pregnant, um, I was still traveling till eight and a half months everywhere with fashion shows, with absolutely everything, uh, personal personal uh, trips family trips whatever i just could not sit still at all and then when covid hit it trained me to take advantage of the situation i'm in and and how can we make the most of it and what can we do and you don't look at your house as four walls anymore you have to to really really manage your situation to not go crazy and I think that really helped me a lot to understand, well, I need to introduce, not introduce, because I've always been into exercise or, or you know, creative sides, but to bring them back, you know, I, I've always, I grew up studying music, for example, and then I just stopped playing any instrument for, for years. And then during COVID, I don't know what happened to me, I sort of picked up the piano and the flute and picked up the guitar. <laughs> All these things that I haven't had time to do, I started doing and started enjoying. I just started to make this routine. So I suddenly had very busy days. I made myself super busy, but eventually you filter out the things that you just, you're not that interested in or you don't have time for or whatever. And and you make the most of yourself. I think that, that really helped. So as much as, it was, as it's been very tough, it's also been quite a reflective period because you learn more about yourself, realize you have abilities, you realize that, you, what do you mean bored? That word cannot exist if you if you manage to handle your life correctly. So, yeah, no, I mean. Fantastic, I love it, I love it. This is brilliant, you're, you're our spokesperson for Achiever. <laughs> this is brilliant. I think it's just a mindset, you just have to be okay. Like, it's fine, mm. you can handle it. Yeah, you've um, totally got this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> positive well like if you're having a bad day it's okay to let go it's okay to cry it's okay to be moody um you can shut people out if you want to shut them out (laughs) 
I, you know, sometimes I just don't feel like talking. You switch <laughs> off. You don't have to explain. You don't have to be moody. You don't. No one needs to know you're moody. You can just switch off for yourself. <laughs> like just, I, I don't know. Like I, I'm the type of person that I will just jump into. Like I'll do something else to distract myself, even though I'm like in such a terrible mood. And then eventually that cloud pushes away, and then you're you're up again before you know it. You might be crazy <laughs> to the rest of the world, but you know that's your period. So you need to learn your your timings as everyone. Yeah. Like some people need space. Give them space. It's okay. No, I agree with you completely. If people want to discover more about Reborn Society, to connect with you a little bit more, where's the best place to do that? Yeah, um, we've got a website running. We've got we've got an Instagram page, uh, Um uh, You can find it by just typing in Reborn Society on Instagram. I um, I do pay attention to the website and I would love to know people's feedback. Absolutely. Please reach out. And of course, you can go to Fashion Pirate and, and then it's there already in my um, in my bio. Easy access. Brilliant. Oh, this has been just such a delight to chat to you. I'm so glad that we're able to make this work. But thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I hope the rest of your pregnancy goes really well. And um, I guess it's a different Stay story. Tuned. Second time <laughs> round. Yeah. No, you've got this. You've totally got this. Thank but, you, my um, love. It's so nice to speak to you. And you have a lovely day and talk to you soon. Thank you. All the best. Lots and lots of love. <laughs> If you've loved what you've listened to today, we'd love to hear from you. Follow us on Instagram at Achiever and drop us a DM if you want to chat further. And remember, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together.